everyone, and welcome to the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. This is episode 148, and if it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my two co-hosts. My name's Craig, and oh snap, are we back? <laughs> uh, we are back. My name's also Craig, and apparently it's extremely chilly over at Barry's Neck of the Woods. <laughs> yep. <laughs> His neck of the his neck of the woods. Ah. Got him. I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I podcast anymore. Got him. (laughs) But yeah, but what I do do the podcast for is our news segment, which we have a Mm -hmm. decent amount to catch up on. So first up, I guess we'll go with the oldest bit of it would be kind of the PlayStation State of Play is what we're looking at here. A lot of VR games, which if you got the PSVR, you, you have to be excited about probably what you're getting. Other than that, though, there were two fighter and two fighter announcer the announcements for yeah. the next uh, Street mm-hmm. Fighter. We had a lot mm-hmm. of Suicide Squad gameplay, Kill the Justice League. We had Baldur's Gate three, yes. and uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Chia to Chia is getting yes. the stray treatment and will be part of the uh, PlayStation Plus uh, yeah. f- free games, This, which I'm excited for because I don't know whether or not I would have bought the game to begin with. So that is probably a smart marketing move on Sony's part. But, you know, f- for announcements-wise or for overall impressions, what did you guys think? Nah. Yeah. Um, that's how That's how state of plays are now. Yeah, to me. Yeah, I tell you what, like my my like the impression that jumps out at me the most is it like almost completely killed my buzz for Suicide Squad. Because I just think you didn't like like the gameplay. No, no. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm still going to play it and like, you know, but like I I was super excited. I don't know. Just something about like when they did the pause menu and all the I don't know. It just looked like a like a almost a destiny loot shooter with all the stuff you're mm. equipping. And I was like, that's not what I want out of a game like that at all. Um, so I was super, super pumped for that game. And now I'm just like, eh, we'll see. Kind of like how I felt about Forspoken. Do you think they could have done some like guardian of the galaxies type of like routes? Is, yeah. is that, is that kind of like what the path that you wish they would have taken? I because... mean, they could have, but like those type of games and it's the same way I feel about, like the Batman games and Gotham Knight. Like I like Gotham Knight, but I don't need constantly upgrading my equipment in those type of games. Just give me a good story and like, let me go. You know, I don't need that. That's not what I want. Yeah. They, um, it feels like everybody just needs to do gear. It just, yeah. you need to have a gear slot in your video, in, in your, 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 uh, your game, or it's not going to be the norm for 2023. So yeah, hate it yeah it's just too bad that that's something we have to feel like we have to put in games right now because like and you know you mentioned a great example like the guardians of the galaxy game we loved you know i loved everything about Mm -hmm. that game you don't need loot in order to Mm -hmm. i i will say that like it's kind of fundamentally different because of guardians of the galaxy you only played as star lord where in this one you're playing you know you can switch or play between all four of the members of the suicide squad that you have So, you know, really the only thing that I have to hope for is that the story holds up in some fashion to get me through this game or, you know, that I have enough friends and we can create a schedule 
to <laughs> play this game. Yep. I was going to say, guys, um, you know, my wife and I are probably looking for a third and a fourth because we're going to play it no matter what. So, I mean, I feel like I'd enjoy it more if there was four of us than yeah. me trying to get through it on my own. Um, but yeah, I like why why can't we get an Arkham Asylum type game anymore where it's just like, you know, every so often here's a new gadget or whatever. Like that's it's simple, but it, I just feel like it works so much better. Yeah, but I don't know if that works with the way this game's formatted to be. Like, I think it would have worked if it was like a Harley Quinn focused game right. or if you were bouncing in between missions. But especially with the kind of thing that they're going for multiplayer here. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense for them to do like an Arkham style, because unless like you're unless like you're split up, you could just cheese most of the enemies. I imagine, you know, if if you're getting grappled, your buddy can just come in and break it up like a WWE game sorts. Yeah. (laughs) I, um, I didn't like it for a different reason, Craig, um, or I, at least I was turned off for a different reason. Did it look a little bit too chaotic and sloppy for you with the battle in the, in the city in particular? I was kind of happy that they didn't show really any of the flash actual battling Mm -hmm. because I got a little nervous when they were like, here's flash. And then I was like, are you just going to show us like a major boss battle or, but, um, you know, it looked a little too chaotic for my taste. It's probably again fun if you're with three, you know, three or even four people, even probably just another person just going through the chaos with each other. But yeah, I was trying to make sense of what was going on. And as they were showing each character and what they can do was easy to follow, but it was a lot of swinging and it, it had like a Spider-Man vibe, but like, I don't know what, how do you, how do you find a rhyme or reason with like starting with like a mainly a shooter game? Mm-hmm. you know but doing the same thing i don't know like it's probably it's probably a lot more fun to play but i was i was trying to i was trying to get excited for that and i wasn't really you think it's going to be another avengers oh god, god no i, I, I hope not. not dc that's yeah. the last thing dc needs right now to be honest yeah but you know, like the only pro- the only thing that i want to say about like the boss battles is because it seems to be like a destiny type thing the boss battles end up not being as I think good as most people want them to, because it's pretty much like, Oh, survive this phase. Okay. Damage phase. And then you're all four of them shooting at each other. Hopefully, you know, you would think with the flash and here's just an idea, you know, the, the, you know, you would use boomerang guy to trip up the flash. So that way, you know, when he's charging at your other people, you could trip him. And then that's when you get to do damage to him or something. Cause I, re- I feel like that's really the only way of like fighting the flash um, because yeah. otherwise it's going to be probably, you know, this squad would have a very difficult time. But uh, again, we just have to see, just have to continue to wait and see what, what this game will be about. I, do- I expect it. And before I give mine, what do you guys expect it to come out to like review wise? Four out of 10. Wow. Are I was talking like ours. Six. Are we talking about ours or what we think experts are going to rate it? Experts, like you know, a Metacritic score. Uh, you know, give it a give it a one to one hundred. Hmm. Forty five. Seventy one. Yeah, I think the average is going to be like low seventies, high sixties. I think. Um, but we I have to say. Right. Yeah, that's a I lot would better take than that. Craig's. Yeah, yeah. Craig's say like, Craig's like, this game's going to be one of the worst games of the year. <laughs> yeah. Forty five. So. That's not possible. There's a game coming that we'll talk about later that is that candidate. Fair oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then, go ahead. Yep. 
I was going to say the last thing that I wanted to say about the uh, about PlayStation, the state of play is it just lacks the pizzazz that the other big three, sorry, the other the, the big two of the big three are doing with their showcases. I understand that this was to showcase primarily uh, PlayStation Two VR, um, but I I don't know. I felt differently leaving Xbox Directs and uh, and Nintendo uh, showcases as well. So I. I and I love you guys know I love Sony. It's I was born and bred on Sony, essentially. And I know that there will be more state of plays, but I it was a snooze fest for me. Um Street Fighter stuff was good. I always like seeing Zangief be Zangief, but mm-hmm. you know, like Cammy finally got some a pair of pants. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> she's been she's been looking neat. for pants for five games, over five games. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of and strong then, uh, worded letters. And then kind of the big one there too with me is like Baldur's Gate 3 coming to PlayStation. That like for me, I'm excited for Baldur's Gate 3. It's a DD type experience. It's a really good DD type experience, uh, you know, to play with your friends. Uh for the most part, I don't know if my computer is going to be able to run it because it is a very, you know, high intense game with a lot of stuff going on and a very large game as well. Uh to know it's coming on PlayStation is a really, really good idea for them. Uh just because yep. Now you not only get like the PC players, but also a lot of console players who I think will end up playing this because D&D, you know, from my perspective, continues to be gaining, you know, more popularity again. It seems to be, you know, uh, a lot more popular than it was, you know, before COVID came around and shut yeah. everybody inside. Give me, Barry, give me real quick your predicted Rotten Tomatoes score for the Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, the thing is, is like for, well, no, wait, no. Sorry, I'm thinking Metacritic. Rotten Tomatoes, huh? <laughs> no, no, Rotten um, Tomatoes. So 60 is uh, considered fresh. Yeah, 60 is considered fresh. I think it's going to hover probably around 7. I'm going to go with 72. I'm going to go with 72. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. I think it's just going to be a fun action flick, to be honest. I've uh, It's just, you know, a fantasy a- uh, act fantasy action flick where um there's going to be some references to D, but you really can't make it like a yeah, you, you really can't it make light. it D, yeah you really can't make mm-hmm. it too D like or else you're just going to have um chris pine rolling for initiative you know every <laughs> every time he wants to do yes. something there will be a slight joke uh about rolling <laughs> for sure. initiative in there and that's what Sully will give it the seventy like one. If that if that joke isn't in there, it's a thirty. It's a rotten. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a positive review score on. I it. think so too. Maybe like sixty five ish. I hope it's good. I don't even like D and D, but like that kind of stuff needs to exist. It helps. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, and that's primarily why I'm hoping like if it gets anything higher than a seventy one, I would be really really surprised. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's it for the PlayStation State of Play. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to go into your news. Let's see what sure. see what you guys got. Okay. Um, okay, so I have a couple here. One, uh, we got news that Blumhouse is launching a video game division. Good news for horror fans everywhere that we could get Sick. some some sweet uh, video game horror news out there eventually probably a couple years down the road um barry i know you're super excited for that 
Yes, this is what <laughs> yes. he's been waiting for. <laughs> More, I guess, specifically for me, it's like that roster of movies that they have that they've published in video game form could be pretty good. Yeah. Also, there's the uh, the Blumhouse effect, which is taking all of those little studios and those indies and yep. sucking them in and just putting Blumhouse on the top. Yep. You know, which is no offense, but like that's essentially you're not watching a scary movie nowadays without seeing Blumhouse producing or some yep. type of picture there. So, yeah, um, they're, they're like it, the Disney of horror. Exactly. And it's a great algorithm, you know, props, props to him for like cornering a market and essentially monopolizing a certain genre. But um, uh, it's interesting to see what it, what it would be like in a couple of years, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, this next one I, I thought was super cool. Um, we got the a leak of Nintendo TV. If you heard about this yet, this seems pretty crazy. Um, so supposedly Nintendo is making its own streaming service. Uh, and a couple of the highlights that I found on here that I thought were super interesting, uh, the Mario movie and detective Pikachu will be on there, um, mm. streaming, uh, the old Mario shows are supposed to be on there. Uh, Pokemon TV is being merged into it. Um, Kirby right back at you. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I've never heard of that. It Apparently like it's some sort dev- of show. <laughs> yeah. Um, sounds like deaf deaf comedy jam but with kirby <laughs> that's what it sounds like yeah uh some sh- some shorter animations for pikmin and Star Fox are supposed to be on there um but the new stuff is what caught my eye uh supposedly a one season zelda anime animated by shaft um that's kind of yeah. cool um but the big one that i thought was super cool is a Metroid show made by the same people behind the Castlevania show on Netflix. That could be like, mwah, you know what I mean? Chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah. The only thing with a Metroid like show is like, it has kind of the creepy elements to it that I think a lot of people would like monsters exploring that yeah. kind of thing. I think it would just be really hard for it to be a solo movie mm-hmm. with just samus walking around because like let's be fair if you played any real samus or metroid game it's just samus and it's just there's not a lot of talking so you kind of have to make a story and you may need to have something where you know she's with a crew of other samus or maybe a crew that is uh maybe cannon fodder to say that eventually yeah. dies or something like that like in order to grow her character out it can't just be her reading logs and that kind of thing you'd have to unless like it's super like horror creepy type which Mm -hmm. it's nintendo you know it would be it would be hard to really do that kind of show that's just on her own but we'll have to see so i mean samus is a bounty hunter they could bring in a bounty hunter league right and that could get you some other characters yep um good they would at least they would at least have to give her like a cortana like character like in the background talking to her in her helmet or something some type of back and forth i agree barry the the thing that i thought of was my initial thought was like oh okay it's nintendo how much are they going to charge a month for this thing you know as i said 9.99 or whatever but then i thought do you think maybe they roll it in with their nintendo online like include it oh that one's as rough, like, the, like the high-end one the one you pay more for yeah, because to be fair, like it's already a pretty good deal, like mm-hmm. in in my eyes, like what they've done with the expansion pack so far. 
I don't think so, and I don't think it can cost any more than like the base Paramount, which right. would be like I think six or seven bucks a month. Uh, yeah. It doesn't seem n- like they're going to have a whole lot to put on there to begin with. Exactly, Nintendo's property is very limiting. Now, Pokemon TV, yes, like there are thousands of episodes <laughs> of Pokemon that you can go through, and you know you have enough right. content in Pokemon to watch for almost a millennium probably or at least a couple of years so you have to keep that in mind when it comes to when it comes to this but i think that's a really good idea for them to kind of just merge the two together Mm -hmm. because pokemon tv i'm not sure how popular it is like to be honest because a lot of the times it's not really an app you can get on a tv or an app you can get somewhere else you can get it on your phone for the most part so if it's something where, you know, I could download it as a streaming service on my TV, I think you'll see like Pokemon TV become a lot more popular with, you know, kids or even adults who are just trying to watch Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just like if you don't like Pokemon, like I don't hate Pokemon, but I'm not like a huge fan of the TV show. Mm-hmm. Somebody like me, like all right, I pay the six dollars and I watch the Super Mario movie and then like maybe this Metroid show and then cancel it. Because, yeah. like, the Pokemon's not going to keep me around. Yeah. Get your money's worth. I yeah. mean, you get your money's worth right there. True. I mean, but then again, I probably wouldn't do that anyway, because I'll, I'll go see Super Mario in theaters anyway. Yeah. So, yep. like, why would I need to watch it again on streaming? If it's that good, I'll just buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I have ties into Nintendo again, technically. It's Pokemon. I uh, We have to talk about Pokemon Sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what in the world oh my god I had to like I was watching the video of them explaining it and I was like okay I get this it's like a sleep app kind of like Pokemon Go where you can collect Pokemon but then of course they had to have the accessory which of course they called what was it like the Pokemon Plus Plus Pokemon what they Go called it? Plus Plus yeah. Plus 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 Plus, plus. <sighs> I know people are going to buy this. You know they will. But the idea of like if you if I know a ton of people are still into Pokemon Go. I am not one of them anymore. But I would be tempted to at least try it out like the Pokemon Sleep app, but I don't sleep with my phone like right next to me though. And you kind of have to have it close from what I understand. Um I don't know, Barry, are you excited? Are you buying the Pokemon Go Plus Plus? So I probably won't. I don't see much of a need yes, for is. it, to be honest. Uh, well, like the the only thing it is it sings it you lullabies. Easy. Yeah, but it, uh, the only thing is, is it makes it easier for you. Like you don't have to remember to go into your phone, go yeah. into the app, start the Pokemon Sleep. You just press a mm-hmm. button and then it starts. So I do see the ease right. of that. But a lot of the times too, like, and it's only doing the same sleeping application or the the, the same kind of sleeping stuff that Google has on their Google Homes. Or that you're, you're mm-hmm. most of the time if you sleep with a smartwatch, you get better in-depth stuff. But it's just pretty much a, yep. a microphone going on, and it's listening to how you sleep, listening to what, you know, you, uh, <laughs> you know, listening for movement, snoring, shuffling around, waking up kind of thing. So it's, so it's kind of her. all over the place. Yeah, yeah it's it, like, again, <laughs> Google does the same yeah. thing already. I have it, I have it in my Google Home. So this is just a nicer way of so to say making Pokemon more about it. Like, it's just funny to me how there's like there's Pokemon sleep that's supposed to make you want to get up, which let's be honest here. Nobody's go- <laughs> wants to get up from sleeping. 
I, right, if no. possible, I would sleep for seven days straight if I could. <laughs> but, you know, then there's Pokemon. There used to be an app with Pokemon Brush where it would, you know, help you with like brushing your teeth and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like I'm waiting for the point where eventually Pokemon is just part of my everyday. I wake <laughs> up to Pokemon. I brush my teeth yep. to Pokemon. I eat breakfast with my Pokemon. I Pokemon like, dietary app. Yeah, exactly. Pokemon diet, yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got to have that successful uh food portion like in um yeah. in um the last pokemon yep <laughs> but yeah that, I, that's... I mean i'm sure it's gonna be cool i'm sure people will use it but i just yeah. man they are just like anything they can get their hands on they're slapping pokemon on at this point i mean it's because they know like it's mm -hmm. pokemon is that big of a monster at this point where if it says it we're gonna try it we're gonna test it out we're gonna be at least read about it which is yeah. what they want that was uh that was all i had yeah well before right. uh just before craig starts like the one other thing about like the pokemon news direct sure. was yeah, yeah go ahead uh one you're getting a premium they're going to be selling later this year a premium playmat and deck of the original pokemon cards uh with decks uh themed around blastoise charizard and venusaur they call this premium i am just so interested to see what this thing is going to cost because it is going to <laughs> sell like crazy like, yep. and if they're calling it premium, like I have to imagine this thing's at least $200 or something like that. Like something kind of ridiculous, to be honest. And then on top of that too, we got the new Pokemon DLC announcement. There's a wave one and two, one coming out in fall, one coming out in winter. Uh, they just showed the legendaries for it. One's like a weird mask monkey Pokemon, it seems like. And the other one looks like a ocean type Pokemon. I don't know. It's a little strange, but we got the announcement of DLC. I was hoping they were going to like say sorry, to be honest, <laughs> for how bad for how bad Scarlet yeah. and them like launched, but they didn't. They just went right into the DLC. So, you know, it it, it is what it is with Pokemon. They're just going to ignore the problem and be like, it doesn't matter. You 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 bought it anyway. You losers. Yep. And you're gonna buy the DLC. Yes. Yes. To be fair, the DLC I think is thirty five, which is a little bit better than the. DLC cost for Sword and Shield. That's so high, time. though. That is. It should be like not twenty dollars. Yeah, there's not a 20. sorry discount. Like, where's this? <laughs> where's the sorry discount? Yeah. But yeah, I'm no, saying. that's that's at least it for the Pokemon news stuff. You can go ahead, Craig. I just figured it was best to get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, if if I could say something, Fire Emblem has four waves with their DLC. True. Yep. Bought that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So did I. Um, Some people so I gotta, might I, say it's the better game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> so um, I got a couple of things. First one uh, caught my eye because of you, Craig. Uh, Power yeah. Wash Simulator. Um, which has been doing some very interesting things on March 2nd is dropping a Final Fantasy VII yes. specific update. Mm -hmm. which essentially allows you to power wash some of your favorite locations in Final Fantasy VII. Now, I have been unbeknownst to what they've been doing, <laughs> but apparently they also recently dropped a Tomb Raider specific where you can clean yes. the Croft Mansion. Oh, I've been cleaning it. So, <laughs> Also free, by the way. Free DLC. Also free DLC. Mm-hmm. Free DLC. Now that turns my eye. That's a very, very smart move by them because what you're doing is you're taking what is essentially a great, I would consider Power Wash a properly marketed 
sensation for what it is. Um, it sh- I think it showed up in the right places. It turned enough heads. And for people like me, it's just I'm not a simulator guy, but I'm a Final Fantasy guy. Yeah, yeah I've, I might just buy it now. <laughs> It's a fantastic to, game. I'm you telling probably get you. to power wash the bar. Um, yeah, <laughs> the reactor maybe. Yeah, maybe the, yeah, rea- power yeah, wash the reactor. Yeah, definitely a NACO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that just I had to read that um, when I saw that pop out. Um. Also, Dead Island Two is releasing a week early now, so it's moving to I believe April twenty first. Man, this early um, stuff. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm not yeah. getting a break. Now, a- according to the official reports, it's certified gold already, and that was the reason why, as a celebration, they moved it ahead early. Not to be confused with the speculation, which is that Jedi Survivor also comes out the same day after <laughs> Jedi Survivor got moved back. So maybe they don't want the Elden Ring Forbidden West kind of deal there. <laughs> maybe we just yeah. want to do separate days in the same month. But um, for people like myself and my wife who are very interested to play that together, that's some good news there. Um, the other thing I had was Bungie recently won a legal battle after a two-year legal battle against AIM junkies for essentially for the creation of AIM bots within their game. And they were rewarded $4,396,222. Um, in legal fees and damages. That's probably just enough now, to pay the, the lawyers. You're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of a two. So, like, what disappoint, what disgusted me is what disgusts people about sometimes the justice system, which includes the length. Like, it took them two years to do this. But the gamer in me, who has been in situations in very popular first person shooters, third person shooters, like all the big names, Destiny Two, COD, you know, like all of these. And thinking that somebody's using aimbot or like that person aims a little too good. Yeah. Granted, Destiny 2 does have a different team algorithm than something like Call of Duty or such, but it was it was it was nice to see a win. A win against cheaters and specifically a, a company or a party that 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 de- de- um keeps dedicates their life, sorry, to creating cheat software. So props to Bungie. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, on the opposite end, something that I also did that I didn't know, Roblox recently reported their their earnings and actually they lost a billion dollars in 2022. How? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. The horror of it all. Now. I'm not sitting at that table. They reported it technically as a one billion net loss during 2022. I don't know much about the Roblox world, but I I do know that every person between what six and thirteen has probably toyed with playing with it. Yep. You know. Yep. I mean, that's the game that brings families together. I have friends who are parents who not only have gotten into Roblox, oh, not only have kids who are into Roblox, but therefore have gotten into Roblox themselves. I don't know how you lose that much. Yeah. But um, apparently they're not doing as hot as they would normally like. So Interesting. So a win and a loss <laughs> is what that's I'm like, ending That's with like here. blowing my mind how you lose a billion dollars. Um, that's so weird because 
they have so much merch out there that you can buy. Like go into like a Walmart and Target and look at all the Roblox stuff that's out there on top of, you know, in-game advertisements and that kind of stuff. But maybe it's just fallen off. I haven't paid attention as much to it since my kid has gotten older. She doesn't play it as much as she used to. But like she used to play it like every single day on her iPad Mm. every day. And like we would play with her too. like I'd play certain whatever game she was playing. But I don't know. I just assumed it was still going strong, even though I haven't kept an eye on it. Yeah. And then before we get into games, I just did want to go over the PS2 V. uh, Sorry, the PSVR 2 reviews have come in and they are pretty, pretty good. From what most people are saying, the PSVR 2 is a very notable upgrade over the previous one. Uh, it's just it continues to get paired to the uh, continues to get compared to more expensive systems. So I, I feel like now that it's come out, you've kind of seen what the reviews are. I really don't think it's fair to review the VR 2 and, co- and compare it to the Quest 2 because they are mm. essentially different machines where... The VR2 is looking to compare with the MetaQuest Pro, which it does seem to do so. Um, yeah. and, then the, and then the Quest 2, which seems to be your gateway affordable VR machine, is, is what the difference between those two is. Uh, it's going to be up to Sony whether or not they continue to support it. According <laughs> to that state of play, there are a lot of games coming out for it, which is good. It's just yeah. a matter of, you know, it... I really just wish, like, and maybe we eventually get it with how they're doing it with, like, PlayStation games coming to Steam and other. Maybe eventually we get some PR, uh, sorry, some PS VR games <laughs> coming to the Quest and to other ones after, you know, years of years of them being out, maybe, is what'll happen. So we just have to, we just have to continue to wait and see, which seems to be my motto with this stuff. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, good for the PSVR too. I know the sales numbers aren't what they want it to be, but at least it looks like they put out a good product. What, um, what number, like, let's say there was a, a sale Christmas. What number would you gentlemen buy it? Like what would be the, like 300? I, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, nah. no, there's no number that's going to make me buy that thing. Um, okay. It's just, just nothing there exclusive wise that makes me think I need another VR headset in my house. Got it. Um, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I would get, uh, you know, I already have the quest, but I would get something that just plugs into my PC anyway. It would have to be three fifty or four for me. Um, yeah. but I, I am also a household of two gamers with only one VR headset. So if anything, yeah. it would be getting that so that we could do VR together. Hmm. But, but if I would rather do that. I, why not just get another quest? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that way you two could do things to play things together right. because it's right. both on the same console there. At least that's yeah, what, exactly my thinking of the 300 was what's the I guess the maximum I would pay for it to me consider buying it. I guess for mm-hmm. Craig, you know, he says, you know, if he was forced to buy it, he probably would have said it'd have to be given to him for free or maybe like ten dollars. Two hundred. Two, okay, there we go. So we got a number. 200. 200. That, okay. Yeah. All right, there we go. So, would you, got... How long would you say that they supported the last PlayStation VR? How many years? Oh, I did. Because they gave up quick. Like, yeah, it feels like it was only two yeah. or three. Okay, and then take the sales 
that that did because it did extremely well compared to how this one's doing. And I think part of it has to do with the fact that people, even though they're more available, people are still trying to find a PlayStation 5. Yeah. So like expecting them to sell a lot of headsets when people are still trying to buy it and then in turn being like, I just paid $500 for the system. Now you want me to pay how much for the VR as well? Uh, No, I'm not going to do that. For what? To play Horizon? It's not going to happen. Yeah, which is essentially the climb game with yeah. Horizon. Yeah, it's essentially that. And, yeah. And, and, so yeah, I I don't think I I don't know. Maybe I'm not optimistic enough, but I'm gonna say three years tops they support this thing. Maybe two before they just don't care anymore, like the last one. I can't even name more than like five games that came out on the PlayStation VR, the original that were exclusive. There was the blood and was it blood and truth, blood and truth. Yeah. Mm. Um, Moss, there w- we did a, Mo- Moss was originally, is, yeah, but now but it's is, on Oculus now. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Iron Man, but now that's on Oculus. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man VR. Yeah. So maybe eventually we do get it, you know, with yeah. that kind of track record, but it's just too bad. It's going to take forever to get there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So games we played this week. Um, Sorry for my lack of games Uh, coming back from (laughs) vacation. I am four games behind now. Uh, All switch games. But uh, (laughs) I do have impressions for Octopath Traveler 2. And I played a lot of Atomic Heart today. So I have a good good amount of impressions on that. What about you guys? Um, I also have Octopath and Atomic Heart. I finished Hogwarts. Um, I have Wild Hearts. And also wanted dead, and oh. I have, but did not start like a dragon yet. That's on the list. Ooh, I, I didn't start it yet. All right. Um. So I have. I I really wanted to finish Hogwarts Legacy, so that is yep. done. That was a lot of what I did this this time since the last podcast. Um. I did do the EA Play. Um. Tr- not trailer, but what do you call it? Demo Trial? for yep. what? trial thank you for wild hearts mm-hmm. so i have my impressions on that um i played atomic heart i would not say a lot i would not say a little but i am like an hour and a half in so i do have a first impression on atomic okay. heart and i jumped back into fire emblem engage because i needed something that wasn't intense um and that was like a little lighter and on a, on a switch with nice colors and, <laughs> and and happy happy uh happy tropes so those are okay. my four all right, so hmm. what do you want to start with? So, okay, so what? Here's what we'll do. Oldest game first is either going to be Hogwarts Legacy or Fire Emblem. So yeah. let's go fire. Let's go your Fire Emblem. I played a lot of that during vacation as well. Yeah, so yeah. if you have any questions about it, as your you know resident Fire Emblem expert, I will help. <laughs> but uh, jumping back into Fire Emblem, how uh, how are you feeling about the experience of it more fully now? So. Their only issue that I have with Fire Emblem, beautiful game, top, I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking 11, but top 11, maybe I'm trying <laughs> to play it safe, top 11 looking games that I've seen on the Switch, I think since I've gotten a Switch. Um, I know that's a very, very bold claim, but it looks it looks quite beautiful. Um, but they do spread out 
new mechanics that they introduce. But the issue sometimes that I have with Fire Emblem is it it tries to do 75 things. So, I, I mean, I have an issue with games. When I get back to a hub base, when the, the time at the hub base takes just, amount, just, just the same, if not more, than the amount of time that I spent in the battle itself. You know, um, I'm in chapter eight or nine, or that is the battle I'm going to. It's one or the other. So I know that, I mean, it's great seeing a lot of the the old Fire Emblem characters, um, everybody from like Byleth to, you know, Corin to just Roy, Marth, Ike, like all of those guys being introduced. Like I know that, that there's some that I haven't gotten yet, but I know they're in there. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts, customizing your characters with those particular people. But it's just, it's a lot when you get back to the Samil. It's, it's, it's a lot. You know, you go, you have to pet this this particular, you know, what's essentially an animal. And you got to do that so that you get this. And then you go and then you try to make sure that the animals that you adopted from that, from what you saved from the battlefield, you got to get them good. You got to talk to everybody. Got to talk to everybody. <laughs> they all have one line things to say, but nobody stands near each other because like normal humans, they don't cluster together. They all stand in different parts of the map. So you got to go over here and you got to talk to this person and then you got to pick up berries and then you got to go over here. Like, I know I'm simplifying it just for some type of comedic effect, but it takes me 35 minutes and maybe I don't have a rhythm yet, but it takes me like 30 to 35 minutes to get ready to battle for 30, 35 minutes. And that's my only issue. I love the game. Other than that, I love the game. I love the, 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 the classic um, corny, my name is Steven and I, I will be with you wherever, you know, like throughout the end or like whatever. I like that kind of stuff. But that's my only gripe. Barry, I don't know how you feel. I, I was worried the entire time I was saying that. <laughs> now, the Somnial <laughs> does have a little bit of like issues when it comes to like how long you have to spend in it. Now, later maps, I, I find for me, I spend about an hour uh, like in a battle so it's not like 30, 35 minutes. I am playing all classic, so I'm trying to be very careful, look at each decision yeah. and stuff. So I am playing a bit more carefully than probably others would with like a 35-minute map. But with the Somnial, I totally agree. You know, like, I have a rhythm that I go to this spot first, I go to this spot, I get to this spot, and like everything goes around itself so I don't have to be looping back and forth between everybody uh for it so it's like i've i've learned and gotten my rhythm down so my somnial experience is about maybe 20 minutes and it's just because i know where to go how to get to everything mm -hmm. and how not to overlap while running around got it so it is there but you know it's a lot of micromanaging which people of fire emblem either seem to enjoy or not enjoy so much people want to get more into the main meat of the game which is the battles and the relationship portion of things i'll admit the relationship stuff is like very corny. People are just corny in these things, but that's just the way, you know, the, yeah, the script's like written for, yeah, the, the script yeah. is written for these characters. I like to get to know more about them and see the interactions because truly, you know, I can't imagine how much time goes into all of these conversations where each character has to interact with another character differently. So you have, you mm -hmm. know, the, sh you know, the shy archer that demeans himself and all Christ. And then you have 
the the princess and uh, the princess and the prince from Psalm, who are very outgoing characters, and they clash because mm-hmm. he's very timid and to himself. And then the people of Psalm, uh, the prince and the princess, are more you know outgoing, outbeat, loud, um, and like carefree in a way. So it's just like I can't imagine all the work that goes into writing that stuff. So I I always appreciate that as well. But sometimes, especially coming off of Three Houses, where the dialogue seems to have more of a purpose and is a lot more serious than the uh, than the other ones. So that's where that's that's where I'm with, that's with a good that. Point. But yeah, I think I think for the most part, like your your gripes with the game are all fair. That being said, I do like the game more than the gripes and my face and my mocking. I do like the game a lot more than meets the eye. All right. So I want you to know that the soundtrack slaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds good. It sounds good doing the things that you're doing. And it, it I do like the tactical play, gameplay. The gameplay is fantastic. So I didn't even say one word about that. And I just didn't do it justice there. The gameplay is fantastic. The new mechanics they offered are great. Um, and the, the, the level of skill that it takes to understand terrain and then master where you're going to go, who you're going to place where, who's going to be first. And who you move, who's going to be last, when you engage, when you utilize the engage function. Oh, my gosh. The amount of times I rewound because I didn't do it right. You know, so there is that there is that gameplay. So, like, don't take my gripes for not liking the game at all because I'm having a fan. I'm having such a fun time. And I did pick up like this week after I beat Hogwarts Legacy, and I, like, picked up right in Chapter 3. So, like, I had to relearn things because mm-hmm. I hadn't played it since it came out because, you know, I've been playing literally everything except it, unfortunately. So so take that into account as well. But great game. Yeah, I agree. It's good. I, I The only thing that I will say that I do wish this Fire Emblem game had is if you find yourself as a map completionist, like, the thing is, is every time in this game... Like, let's say before you get into a chapter, you could do a bunch of side battles and then go into the chapter. Uh, But these side battle things, they just keep refreshing. So if you beat them all in a day, then do a chapter, you get a bunch more side battles. Or you can just wait a day in like real time and then those those battles refresh. So I find for me, like my characters are wildly overleveled when it comes to the chapter story missions, because I've been doing some of the side missions to earn gold. And now that I remember on top of that too, earning gold is whack in this game. It doesn't make any sense. You should earn more gold. So uh, I, I really hope they fix that at some point, but you don't earn it's enough whack. gold in this game to uh, uh, to fund an army. So I'll just keep, keep, keep that in mind. Your gold is precious. Don't spend it frivolously. <laughs> Got it. Uh, but you two finished Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. I spent a week in, in Hogwarts land. How is Hogwarts Legacy? Okay, so the first thing that I want to say, having beat it, and again, we'll avoid spoilers since you haven't beat it, Barry. Um, Having getting to the end of the game and specifically talking about like the last mission, right? Um, That last mission to me gave me the same feelings that I did when I watched Deathly Hallows Part 2, the end of that movie. Where you're just like, oh yeah, let's go. I know you. Like, I know you're talking about. And to me, I'm sitting there playing that mission, and I'm like, I can't remember the last time in the past year or two 
where a game has just completely nailed an ending for me. And this is one of them. Um, this is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Hands down. Hands down. Um, I don't know where it ends up on my list. I'd have to kind of think about that. But like when that finished, I was like, that's one of the greatest games ever made. It really is. It's going to be very hard for something else to top it this year for me, but we still got plenty of time. So we'll see. Um, the only thing that I could think of as a negative is there's too much stuff in this game. Uh, there's too much to do. I like doing all the stuff. I like the Merlin trials, but there's too many. Um, it's fun finding the papers, but there's way too many. Uh, there's too many caves. It's just trying to fill out your, your book is exhausting. Um, what I found works for me is like when you beat the game, you beat the game, but it's not over. Like there's more missions to do. Um, and I found that like, I was like this past week specifically, like I'm going to finish this game. I'm not playing anything else until I finish this game. Uh, so I was like, head down, I'm doing the main missions. I'll worry about the other stuff later if I want to go back to it. And I found that I do want to go back to it, but I've been having more fun going back for like an hour and just doing some side missions and cleaning up some stuff and then playing something else. But it's been so the world is so good that like I do want to do everything eventually. But now that I finished it, I feel like I can like let it breathe a little bit. Because there was a moment there where I wasn't done with the main story and I was trying to clear everything off the map and I was just getting so exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, this is just too much. Um, but the level of detail in this game is just absolutely incredible. Everything yeah. they've done is insane. Uh, pulling stuff from the book. If if you've seen like the, the TikTok going around with somebody reading directly from the book about the uh, prefect's bathroom, if you haven't, go look that up. But um, the prefect's bathroom is in Hogwarts in the game. And when you find it, this person just read the description from the book and it matches exactly what's in that bathroom. So they went through like the book to figure out what everything should look like. It's just insane. Um, but yeah, right now, easily number one game of the year for me, uh, unless something tops it, but it's going to be very hard. Wow. <laughs> um, I had a similar experience. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the a lot of the things that you were saying, if you had to say um, things that this game could work on, I would agree. There is mm -hmm. too much stuff. Um, I got to a point where I wanted to finish it. Mm -hmm. And um, this is not a spoiler alert, because if you've played the game, you've seen the map. But like I unlocked the I, I got to the southern part of the map way too late. Mm -hmm. way too late like when the game like was looking towards like i was going to finish it and i just got more stuff all of this stuff and i just was disinterested because i had done 80 merlin trials already i'd done this <laughs> yep. I'm, there's still, i mean in hogwarts if you do collect enough you start beating challenges and then when you collect pages it doesn't even matter yep like you know like you get the experience but you get more pages from every location because they're the ones that fly, just fly around. Mm -hmm. You get, you get pages, more pages from every location than what's dictated in the challenges that you get. So like, there is a lot. I'm the kind of person where I beat the main story. I did get the same butterfly feelings. Yeah. Um, 
as you did, Craig. It's it's definitely it was a fantastic ending there. Um, the only other thing that I can mention in addition is, and this is nitpicking. This is nitpicking. Is the spell additions are great. How you acquire them are great. But once I got what is it, Confringo? Is that the fire projectile one? Mm-hmm. I got I got Confringo, and I almost never looked back. Yeah. And you get that 10 hours into the game or less. So certain things didn't become of importance. Lumos looked like it would have more of an effect than it actually (laughs) did. (laughs) You never use it except for certain Merlin trials. Like I thought that certain spells were going to be carried Mm -hmm. throughout the game and it didn't happen. That's nitpicking. You know, I'm, I'm not a wizard. I'm not in the wizarding world. I don't think they use Lumos that often anyway. I kind of remember watching Harry Potter and them using Lumos quite frequently. Yep. You know, so I don't know. It's not It's not like I'm asking for that specific spell to be used more in the game. It's just some of the spell combinations. Like I created, you can create four eventually, and I created one, and it was just like, that's all I needed for like almost all of the game. And it kind of just made that a little stale. But other than that, I'm not saying I'm confident that something will turn my eye as game of the year before the end of the year, but it's sure. gotta be good. It's it's mm-hmm. gotta be, it's gotta be good. I'm thinking suicide squad. <laughs> maybe calling I, it. <laughs> I don't know. And like, I have to give it time to cool off too. And maybe I'll be like, yeah, there's this came out this year and it was better, but like, I can't think of, a game that I had such a good time with in a while. You know, I, I, I mean, feel like there was good games last year, but last year to me was like, I, there was not a single game when we were doing game of the year where I was like, that was the best game. It blew my mind. I didn't have that moment last year. Well, I'll tell you what, Craig, um, what I'll say is last year around this time I beat Elden ring. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, not around this time. It took me a lot longer to beat Elden ring. It just came out this time. Yeah. <laughs> I, in April, you couldn't have told me that any game was going to be better than Elden Ring last year. You mm-hmm. couldn't have told me that any game was going to be different from my game of year, game of the year last year. But we collectively decided on a game of the year that wasn't Elden Ring, you know? Yeah. And like, and it's not wrong being this hyped this early. And even with a cooldown, I expect if Hogwarts had this much effect on you, Oh, that, the top five for that, sure. Easily. Yeah, come November. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, yep. Now you just got to finish it, Barry. I I know, and I will. <laughs> I have a feeling it's one of those games I will, but like I got home to, and, 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 and here's what happened with me. I went on vacation, went to Orlando, spent a week in uh, Hogwarts World. Um, whoa, whoa. Five, five second <laughs> review. Lines are really long. Um, yep. <laughs> got it. Other than that, uh, I came back to having Tales of Symphonia remaster, Metroid Prime remaster. I then had, uh, what were the other? Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, and Octopath Traveler 2. So I get home and I have these four games staring at me. And it's like, I want to watch a Harry Potter movie instead. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I've, I've, of course, gotten a decent amount into Octopath Traveler 2. So I feel good about that one. But I bought the uh, season pass for Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line, and I haven't even started that game. And for <laughs> me, it's okay. I got Atomic Heart now. I got to start. 
uh, I got to get back into Hogwarts Legacy. Like there, there is no off season for gaming. Like this nope, is what I get for taking not. A, 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 a you know a week, and all I have is my Switch. And because I buy games physically, I can't just take the games until they're uh, you know I just can't download the games and have them there. I had to buy Metroid Prime physically, and who would have guessed that that game's selling for a hundred, two hundred dollars right now because nobody can get their hands on it. So yeah. it's yep. you know it's a it's a fun time to be a physical collector of games. It's just too bad that I had to wait. And now I'm behind. That was the main reason why I was like, because all these games like Atomic Heart was one of them where I was like, yes, this game came out, but I'm not even going to touch it until I finish Hogwarts because there's there's too many games coming in the next month, two months that like if I don't finish it now, I'm not going to finish it. And I need to get this done. I want to give these games their time. And I'm trying this year to be better about honing in on one game. And either yeah. beating it or deciding I don't like it before I go to the next one. Instead of being like, oh, I'll play an hour of Hogwarts and I'll play 20 minutes of Atomic Hearts. Oh, I'm going to go play 45 minutes of Octopath. Yeah. And then I still got to fit in two hours of Call of Duty somewhere. You know, like I don't <laughs> want to do that this year. Craig, I, I agree with you. That's why I'm only an hour, an hour and a half into Atomic Heart. I beat Hogwarts sure. Legacy on like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday or Thursday. And I had like enough time to start Atomic and get back. You know, it's just it's yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Yeah. So speaking of yeah. Octopath Traveler Octo- Two, do we? We'll yeah. try. We'll go into that one. So yeah, Octopath Traveler Two, very, uh, very uh, successful to the uh, first Octopath Traveler game. Octopath Traveler Two comes out, and it's more of a good thing, is what I want to yeah. say with it. Like when it comes to the combat, but really not much else is different, which is kind of really disappointing to me. Like the the stories that we're getting with them are pretty good. Like the, the characters with the stories, but it's just, it is just a lot of the same. And I can't help but feel this is just like, you could have just made this DLC <laughs> instead. Like, okay, here's Octopath Traveler two DLC. And for 40 bucks, you're going to get eight new characters instead of charging 60 and doing all this stuff. Cause the game doesn't look any different or any better. It's literally just the characters, the abilities they come with, and like again a lot more of a good combat system but it's one of these games that i felt like i've played before and with all of these other games that that are going to be coming out like octopath traveler 2 is going to get kind of pushed to the side because i feel like i've played it before and unless a character story really hooks me it's you know it's it that game is not going to get played for for a while so it, it, yeah. that that's kind of my review on the thing. And I think Craig feels about the same way. Yeah, I picked um, I picked uh, Throne, the thief. That was mm-hmm. who I picked first. And uh, having played that, like her story, I feel like the writing got worse. Um, you think so? Yeah, I, it was just like, I don't know. There was it was super corny. And maybe it's just that one, you know, like I don't want to judge all of them but like right at the beginning you're playing and like one of the people like one of the people you're with mentions like something about like bring the cheese or something to her and then she's like any more cheese and we'll have holes in us or like like swiss cheese and i was like what is going on all right some cheesy this dialogue is, that's for sure oh dear lord i was like what is this but yeah you're right it's it's more of the same i don't hate it like it's a good like side game for me it's like uh, i have 
30, 45 minutes. Let me go do a little bit of Octopath. But I have a feeling I'm going to end up dropping it as well because of just overwhelming amounts of games. Yeah, That's nothing wrong with Octopath. Yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with Octopath Traveler 2. It's more of a good thing, but mm-hmm. it just, in order for like a lot of games, in order to stick with somebody, they have to be doing something new or trying something new or at least grabbing yeah. you with their story. And with Octopath Traveler, the stories are a lot smaller because there's eight different playable characters that you can start off with and go through. But you just end up kind of being like, eh, I've played this game before. It's just different story and different characters and some different classes. Some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will admit my beginning story was not the uh, did not was not that cheesy. I need to. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked the guy that went to jail uh, for falsely okay. what you learned for falsely killing his uh, daughter. So or d- daughter and uh, wife. So it's like there's there is that, you know, um, mm-hmm. I found that it was I, I found that it was a good beginning story to the whole thing. I thought, I too, I was like, oh, maybe I just I'm picked like the one with the worst, you know, writing for the beginning of the story which is fine and it didn't like turn me off in the game i was just like laughing i was like oh that was that was a bad line and then she's like she is kind of almost like a servant to this group of thieves and they call the leaders mother and father and the mother like whips them when they don't do things correctly i'm just like this is just this is weird it's a uh, lot yeah it's I weird oswald. <laughs> okay okay oswald yeah <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I do feel like, yeah, if you haven't played one, just play the first one. Yeah. Well, if you can find the first one, to be fair. Yeah. uh, Or just get it digitally or something. Yeah, get it digitally. Uh, uh, It's on Game Pass, I think. Or it was. It is. Yeah. It is. Octopath. That's how I I started it. Yeah. Okay. Game Pass. Yeah, because Octopath Traveler 2 is just on PS5 and Switch. It's not on Xbox at Mm -hmm. the moment. Or I don't know when it will be. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Uh, but before we get into Atomic Heart, what other mm-hmm. games did you guys play and want to go into? Wild. Wild Hearts? Hearts. Yeah, we can do Wild Hearts. Uh, do it. Uh, it sucks. Move on. It's 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 a, it's good. It's, it's one no, of the ugliest okay. games I've ever seen. It is. So <laughs> here's here's what I'm doing. I, I yep. played the demo. I mm-hmm. saw the, the, the Monster Hunter tendencies. There yep. are some things that they're doing differently. Like, I forget what it's called because I didn't play the game, like, for a long, long time. But you're able to utilize this system where you can create things in the middle of battle to help yeah. you like boxes. fight boxes. And yep. you can stack them. You can prevent um, the larger monsters from charging you mm-hmm. by doing that, which is going to be, I could tell in the tri- in the demo, going to be heavily, u- the trial, going to be heavily utilized in yep. gameplay later on it does not run great so what i'm what i'm doing is i'm just waiting till it gets like 16 patches and then i'll go and buy it or wait for it to be free free on game yeah wait for it to be like 20 or 30 bucks and then go from there is my yeah because like i not run well i i texted you like and i was like this is i spent a good like 30 minutes trying to make it look good and i was like man everything like i switched from performance to like visual quality and I was like, oh, that's just something's off. It doesn't. I was like messing with the HDR and I was like, no, it just doesn't look good. And then you get to it's right at the beginning. Like the snow. Looks oh, it looks terrible. so bad. It looked like I'm talking like PS3. Yeah. It's awful. I'm like, OK, we need to optimize this game before 
before I show any interest in. I think it has a good uh, promise to it. I think it could be good. The the be. animals, the monsters look awesome. They um, do. But man, the game is rough. And I heard from what I saw, it's even worse on PC right now. So, That's what I was hearing as well. Yeah, I guess you just but wait you, this one out. Yeah, you just wait it out. Just try it. Like, like uh, Barry, I know Game that Pass. that type of... Yeah, I know that type of game interested you, interest you, Barry. So you might want to try the trial if you have like a. I I did the trial in like five hours. I, gotta, I didn't even do the full. I gotta 10. wait. I, I don't even have time to even think about wild parts to be honest. And, <laughs> yeah, that's and, a sixty-hour game. Yeah, and to be fair, yeah. like it's good that you guys say that kind of stuff with like wild hearts. So I know for me, I don't need to run to try it. Like I'll let. Yeah. yeah I'll no. let them. Hopefully, hopefully, there's enough support to at least patch up what seems like to be a lot of these issues. And as long as there is. You know, it seems to be at least, and this it's always good for the gaming community to have competition. There really is yeah. no other game mm. like Monster Hunter. So Wild Hearts kind of getting into that same formula is good for overall between both those games as long as they continue to get supported. That's going to be the yeah. thing. If Wild Hearts does not do well and they do not support it, they're just going to drop it like a bag of bricks. Whereas, you know, Monster Hunter is going to continue to do millions and millions of dollars uh just because that is a tried and true formula to that for them that they don't need to change or innovate on i believe it's got i think it has a lot of the same problem that like the madden nhl and like the hot the, all the sports games have because there are no competitors to them they don't feel the need to innovate yeah uh, as much as they used to yeah that's a good point yeah um anything, other anything than that else? wanted dead yeah. wanted dead came out which i was you know cautiously excited for that game sucks it's real okay. bad um i was hoping it was going to be like just weird kind of like a lollipop chainsaw or or you know metal gear revengeance but it's just bad like it controls bad it looks like a ps2 game um the i don't know where what country of origin this came from but the translation over to english with the voice actors is absolutely atrocious it's mm-hmm. just awful um, but yeah, I, I couldn't have been more disappointed playing that game. It's just a dumpster fire. Um, so stay far away from that one. All right. Atomic heart then. Yeah. So, uh, how, how, how many hours are you into it, Craig? Like five or six, five or six. Okay. I'm about four. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty okay. close to that as well. So atomic heart uh free game on game pass to play overall i do have pretty good impressions of it um for the most part this seems to be kind of the bioshocky game that i was hoping for the issues i'm having are i don't know what they did with the audio but it is it is not right it is not Mm, right uh -uh. for me i i barely hear what the characters are saying and really yes to, to for me and this is for this i'm playing it through a sound bar and i'm not sure if it, on the headset i i hear i'm fine so i think there's something okay. wrong with the settings in the game but there's no way to adjust the audio so or like hmm. i should say the audio system because like for me i can barely hear what char charles uh, charles and uh, p3 are saying i okay. mm-hmm. you have to turn it up to hear them and it's just like i i don't know how you release a game that like doesn't get tested on like a sound bar or a sound system at all because it does like everything else is louder than they are and i can't like i can adjust the levels but you know i want the surround sound for it i don't know it just feels like a really weird thing with it and my roommate is having issues with it too 
where um, the audio levels are the audio levels are not right when coming through a sound bar or the TV. So keep that in mind. Maybe this is going to be a game I have to play with my headset on just so I can figure out what the heck's going on. Um, overall, like I, I kind of feel like people have been being a bit too harsh on this game. Like a lot of people are saying the dialogue seems like cheesy and is not good. I don't know. I, I feel like the character's meant to be a representation of us and he reacts a lot of the way we would as a human. So it's just like, I'm, I'm not sure why people are giving it such a hard time. Cause I feel like the English translation or the English dub is fine. I don't have mm-hmm. any issues with it. Um, before I get too far, what did you think? I think like the easiest way for me to describe it is it is very Bioshock like, which is right up my alley. And I look at this game and I'm like, this has everything that I would want to make a good game. But I can't remember a game that works so hard to make me want to hate it as this game does. Like, I enjoy the story. I think it looks gorgeous. Um, And I enjoy, like, exploring everywhere. But, like, it's just, like, the traversal is irritating me. Um, The enemies are almost a little too spongy. Um, It -hmm. just feels, something about it feels funky. Like, the the running speed is not fast enough for me. And like, there's no, like a, like a hold in the left stick to sprint. Like, you know, like there's, there isn't that. Um, but like, I enjoy the game itself and I'm enjoying like, the, I was like, Oh, let's see where this story goes. But yeah, it's almost like, it's like fighting me to be like, no, hate me. No, you don't like me. And I'm like, no, actually I do. I'm having fun. And it's just like, no, you're not. Um, there was a <laughs> near the beginning when you're trying to get, you know, get out of the uh, area that you're in. And there's a part where you're trying to get a canister and you have to speed up the process by shocking all the different, like the six different areas. Mm-hmm. And like, I probably spent a good 20 minutes there trying to, you're on a platform and it stops and you have to go restart it, trying to jump over there. I like kept falling and I was like, this just doesn't, something is off on these on the traversal and movement in this game. It's just weird. Um, you know what that sounds like? Mm. That sounds like a scorn puzzle <laughs> length of time there. That sounds yeah. like a scorn yeah. puzzle length of time. It was like a moment where I literally turned the game off and I was like, I'm done with this game. And I had to like take a break and go back. So I was like, no, I actually like what this game's doing, but it's like actively trying to push back against me for some reason. Um, but yeah, I it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my my issue game. my issue with the free the um the of the overarching world right now is just the fact that there's too many dangers I feel like like there's no yeah. room to breathe for mm-hmm. me and they all tell you about how the security cam like there's security cameras around every corner like yep. they're like especially in that first area when when the open world gets introduced to you it's just like I'm overwhelmed because there's seven different cameras they're all trying to spot me and raise the alert level. So I'm get not only trying to just at this point, I'm just ignoring everything and running straight to each objective. Yep. And I don't feel like that's what the game wants you to do because the game wants you to explore, find these extra parts, find the blueprints for these cool looking guns that are supposed to be in the game. But like for me, I am just far too overwhelmed and stressed with the fact that searching the world everything like there, there is no room to breathe in this world you move mm-hmm. two inches one way there's something there to kill you in the next <laughs> and i and i completely agree like there 
for, for the most part i'm running into like enemies are just a little bit too squishy yeah. and the, like you get all these bioshock type perks and you know and, and there's this one where it's like okay like the I've upgraded shock ability to where it's supposed to rebound to other people, but it only rebounds to one other person. It's if you get swarmed in this game, you're it's death. Like Mm -hmm. it is, it, it is very easy to die in this game and I'm playing on normal difficulty and that's fine. I've died a couple of times. I haven't gotten frustrated to that point, but it just, it sometimes it just feels like the game again, like you mentioned, Craig is trying to make me not like it with the fact that it's just, everything's trying to kill you all of the time there is no there is no oh hey look here's a house maybe i just go up to it oh wait i'm oh wait i forgot there's this house here but i have seven other robots trying to kill me behind me (laughs) and if i go into this house i'm gonna get cornered and then i'm gonna die and then i feel like because there is a save like option in this game it saves for you and you can manually save but it's not like it's saving everything you're doing you can lose a decent amount of progress if you die and it's and that can be frustrating in itself yeah mm. i also wh- why would you want to why would you want to save because going into the safe room has to subject you to the, <laughs> the, the very like risque <laughs> i mean i mean i saw it like it's was, not all the time playing it next it's not all the no, time it's not it's not okay i was playing it next to my wife so like i was like what the heck is this <laughs> it's so uncomfortable Oh man, that at the beginning it's super uncomfortable. Thankfully, it goes away. But it's like watching it's like watching most episodes of the game of Game of Thrones next to your parents. It's like awkward. Like you know what? I mean? That's how I felt like playing this game next to my wife. Um, it's like just yeah. what is this thing? To saying it's like it doesn't fit the rest of the mood no, of the entire game at all. <laughs> so it's just there. I mean, oh, there's that. Man. Yeah, but I. That's funny. So. I, and I I apologize because I don't remember what uh, YouTube channel it was, but there was a YouTube channel that I watched last week when this was coming out that was like 10 things you need to know about Atomic Heart, right? And I was watching it. And one of the things they said was when you get to the open world, just run. Um, do not search around, just run for that exact reason. There's cameras everywhere. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to die. Um, later, there are like, there are these giant gigantic ships that control everything and you there's a way to go in and shut down that ship which will shut down all the cameras all the robots in the area for a short period of time like two to three minutes um once you get the ability to do that that's when you can go shut it down and go do your exploring and move on um but that that helped me so much to be like Cause I was the same way. I was like, this is ridiculous. But in the back of my mind, I was like, Oh yeah, they said, just run, just go to your objectives. It makes more sense. And then you don't get so frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, That's when you, when you play more Craig, just run, <laughs> don't even okay. attempt yeah, well, to look around. Don't even bother. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> definitely. What, how do you guys feel about the robotic versus the organic enemies, by the way? I don't know why. I like the design of the leaf zombie things. Yeah. I like I like the design. I I haven't gotten far enough to really know much about like them mm-hmm. specifically, but I, I don't know. I'm a fan of. I mean, that's not it's not near Dead Space creepy, but it's it's what they're trying to do at least to make it some like, some somewhat like zombieish. Spoilers. 
like the yeah. splicer enemies from Bioshock. That's why it's like their version of it, I guess. Yeah, there you go. But robotic enemies are fine. They are squishy. I agree with both of you, gentlemen. Even the first five things you fight, the yeah. first five things you fight, you're like, does it take this many melee strikes to kill the enemy that you're tutorial tutorializing this with with me? Like, you know, so yeah. whatever. Well, it's yeah, like, and, for, and on top of that too, like I freeze them and then it's just me hacking away, hacking away, <laughs> hacking away. I'm like, how is this yeah. thing not dead yet? Like this is like, it's ridiculous yeah. for how much I have to do. Cause for the most part, it's like, okay, freeze, hack at them. If they don't die, I shock them, which then stuns them for a minute, hack at them again. And then by that time I have a bit more freeze. So I freeze them again. And it's just like the same thing. It's just like, I wish. Yeah. I wish the robot enemies didn't feel so like I needed. I, I wish they didn't feel like bullet sponges. Like the boss battles I get yeah. are supposed to feel like that, but oh yeah, the the regular base guys like, and I feel like they get a health increase some way through because like the regular white robots I used to be able to shock, swipe them once, dead. Now that I'm in like the now yep. that I'm in like halfway through the second area a shock and a swipe doesn't kill them anymore. So it's like, you gotta like, I feel like they just got an unnecessary health boost just to make them more difficult. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Overall though, I think it's, it has a good premise and a, the promise is there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just we not just need fully to get further realized. into it. Yeah. Yeah. It did have the, uh, it had the Bioshock, Bioshock infinite moment in the beginning when you yep. get into the car and you get taken around. I was like, there it is. Yep. That's the, <laughs> that's the one. So that whole intro was great. I thought it was done it was very good. well. It was cool. Yeah. And, and like for a game that, you know, I feel like they nail like the sarcasm of everything so far, mm -hmm. like the way you're like, they're, it's two very different things when like Forspoken and the way that the way those two talk to each other compared to the way Charles and P3 talk to each other. So it's like it's <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's not annoying. It doesn't feel like they're being rude to each other. There's a lot of friendly banter. And sometimes he gets annoyed with the glove because it's a know it all. So it's like, you know, we're we're getting yep. there. And, you know, shout out to Grandma Zini, uh, Zina. Gra uh, she's, she's great. She, yeah, she's the real. <laughs> granny. Oh, my God. Granny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Any other games we want to talk about before we get into movies and TV shows? All right. So for me, it's going to be, I did not watch the newest episode. I did not watch left behind of last of us yet. Oh, I watched okay. the one before it. I haven't watched. I just haven't had sure. time to okay. yet. It's getting back, but I have finished outer banks. I have uh, watched the first season of Dark uh, on Netflix. Okay. It is okay. an older sci-fi. Uh, yes, that's what I'm learning right now as well. And I also started another also <laughs> uh, older show, The Good Place. Awesome okay. show. Two awesome yes. shows. You're on a roll. I am. Um, so I, I'm all caught up on The Last of Us. Um, I also finished Outer Banks. Uh, I watched Ant-Man. Went to the theaters to watch Ant-Man. Oh, I have seen Ant-Man too. I, that is right. And I watched Plane with Gerard Butler. Okay. Um, so I spent a lot of time on Hogwarts, so I don't have too yes. much watch, but I do have I am all caught up on Last of Us. Sweet. And, and then I watched Your Place or Mine with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher, uh, Netflix movie. And I also watched Megan. 
Unrated or regular? Unrated. Okay, good. <laughs> Perfect. I had to watch it again to watch the unrated version. <laughs> Barry? Um, let's see. Um, Outer Banks us. Barry, Outer we Bank. need to talk about Outer Banks. Okay, Outer Banks. Outer Banks us. I've yo. been waiting. I've been waiting this whole week because... You've been banking on it. I Just go ahead. Just go ahead, Barry. Just go ahead. So Outer Banks season three is uh, it, it's it, it's a bit more like it, it's just funny to me because Outer Banks season three is fun. I do enjoy Outer Banks season three and the religion that comes with being a John B supporter. But in episode seven, it all just gets wild. It is all over the place. Um, like for, for the most part, did you enjoy your time with Outer Banks or no, Craig? Because I, I feel like that's what you're waiting to tell me. I feel like you're waiting to tell me you didn't like it. This was one of the biggest crash and burns I've ever seen in a TV show. It is absolute dumpster fire. Awful. <laughs> but I knew you were going to like it because of your love for John B. It's I the knew re- you were going to like it. It's the religion of John B. And like, so so here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I... I I, I laughed so out loud of I laughed out loud at the absurdity of everything when they find the when they find the one teacher and they hit him with a blow dart. My dad and I audibly <laughs> started laughing um, at that oh part because it's, it's just it, it's just ridiculous. Like I yeah. I will admit, like some of the rough parts for me in this series uh, or with like the introduction of Big John being be, being back. Like he is not my favorite character. I hate the main villain. I if you play yes, the drinking game agreed. with how many times the main villain says you know, you know, you know, you know. and it's just like you would you would be dead. You would be legitimately yep. dead with alcohol poisoning. Yes, alcohol poisoning mm-hmm. sent to the hospital. The nurse asked, "Hey, why are you drinking so much?" And then you have to tell her the embarrassing yes. story of you invented a drinking game where the main villain says this one catchphrase at the end of a sentence. Way too many yep. times, far too many times. Oh, I like, I I, I can't out, like I, I can't believe I can't. And I guess like now that I'm starting to get into it, like the things Just I loved, like Rafe, still a psychotic, you know, yeah, st- still He's psychotic, great. still He's fun. Right, Ward, why why? It, like <laughs> I miss when Ward was bad though. Like yes, I agreed. I and sorry, we're getting into spoilers now. But yeah, that was gonna happen. Yeah, but like with I've been I've been like locked and loaded on this all week. I'm I'm like pumped up. (laughs) So like Ward, I get what they tried to do with him and I get why. But like in the end, he just ends up reverting back to his old self for the sake of Mm -hmm. trying to protect his daughter, which has been his huge character flaw, which is no matter the Sarah could stab him or cut out his brain or cut off his fingers he could sarah could do any sort of torture to this man and and ward would still be yeah that's all right yeah she i love my daughter she you know i'll do anything for her. it's it's insane some of the stuff that like this that's the story right? decides to do huh <laughs> that's, that's parenthood that's being a parent though you're still going to you know love your kids even if they're awful <laughs> to you I suppose. It I don't, just feels like I don't there's, hold there's that against his character. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a point. And like, Sarah, <laughs> how, how, 
how dare Sarah do what she did uh, to, to, to my religion of John B. And I John feel like, B. yeah, like, and I get that they're, tr- they're just trying to make storylines for the sake of them just completely, like, I, I thought, and here's the thing, I thought Sarah was kind of interesting in the fact that okay, John is, like, John John B. is now different because his dad's back, and mm-hmm. her sense of safety is gone, or the exhilaration, so Topher Topper comes back into the mix, and he's yeah. now a part of the story. But then, the moment John B. gets freed from jail, she even says in an inner dialogue, that's when I knew. That's when I knew I would never be with him again. I'm like, I would yeah. never be with yeah. Topper again. I'm like, we just spent three episodes on your moral dilemma. And now that he's out of jail and you've bought him a day of life, you've just decided what? Like you've just decided that you're, yeah, he's the one I'm going to love him. It's like, I guess I don't get it. It's young and it's young, dumb love. And I eventually the entire trio fall in love with each other. I really like Kiara this season though. Um, Kiara's great. I think Kiara is great. I think like JJ just ends up being like, he doesn't have as much. I feel like being the main guy in, in the outer banks. Like it definitely seems to be John B Sarah and Kiara that get it. Like they've kind of, they've kind of, I guess felt like JJ was just kind of meant to be there for the sake of um, being the dude that's crazy and coming up with ridiculous plans. I feel like is all he was good for Um, the ending though. Like, here's the thing. There's way too many questions with the ending. So, Toffer just what? Like, I guess John B. now has enough money to pay Toffer off from his charges. So, I guess that makes sense. What happens to Rafe? Like, we have no idea what happens to Rafe or the daughter. He's there, I'm assuming. Yeah. Or the daughter and his wife of of Ward. Like, what? Those two just spend their lives in Guadalupe and... Well, I would like, assume they'd come home because Ward was the only one keeping them from going back to the Outer Banks. He was wanted. They weren't. Yeah. So yeah, they could just go home. A, yeah, it's just like well, the part of me with like Sounds Rafe. like a soap opera. Yeah. A, 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 a part of me with Rafe is just like he finally does. He finally does at least something right mm-hmm. and stops his dad and stops the hit on his dad that he executed. So. <laughs> You know, you know, the whole point. Yeah. At at the whole at the whole point at the end, Ward eventually says, like, hey, you've done good. You're the man of the house. Like, go and do your thing. But then, like, I want to know, like, I'm sorry, but we've dealt with Rafe being psychotic for an for a, a season and a half now. And does he tell the cops what he did? Did he not tell the cops what he did like that? That's the kind of stuff that like worry like i shouldn't say worries me but just leaves me questioning like there were so many introduction of characters that i did not care for and uh, or outright hated to be Mm -hmm. honest like especially with sing and the main villain but you know i i guess like what were i liked it just because it's ridiculousness i guess like it's one of those shows where it's just like I, i i guess i just have to suspend everything and just enjoy the fun Fast and Furious ride that the Outer Banks is. Don't compare this to Fast and Furious. Don't do that. <laughs> That's not even on the same level. Um, when, okay. it, when it comes to suspension, but go ahead. Okay. Like, here, okay. Yeah. All right. So here's where I knew I was in trouble, right? Because the first two seasons are like, this is the dumbest show ever, but it's great, right? 
And that's how you feel about that show. It's you're not supposed to take it seriously. However, there is a moment in the very first episode where they are sneaking in through the back to this guy's house that they're trying to see. Right. All the all the kids. And as they're sneaking there, um, there are uh, crabs in the backyard. You remember this, Barry? Yes, I do. Yep. Okay. Now, I'm not even going to the fact that they're the most horribly CGI crabs I've ever seen in my life. They're absolutely awful. However, one of them uh, grabs JJ with his claw. And for whatever reason, they decided to do a Scooby-Doo chomp sound effect. Go back and watch it because it grabs him and it goes. And I was like, what? (laughs) Why? That's when I knew I was in trouble. Um, My other thing is Sing and Cleo. Right. They should Mm -hmm. be embarrassed with themselves for how they did their Caribbean island accents because they are absolutely atrocious. Both of them. Awful. I my see, like I get the thing with Cleo. I don't know what Singh's trying to be. Like that's my He's trying to be the same thing. And and here's the thing. When when he is shown as the first villain, right? And I looked him up. His name's Andy McQueen. He's from Toronto, Canada, right? And he is of Indian descent. So it threw me off at first because I was like why is this man of Indian descent talking with a Caribbean accent? What is going on? And they do explain it. I will give them credit for that. Um, he came, his grandparents, I think, came over as like servants or slaves yep. or something. Yep. And that uh, that's fine. I, I don't mind that. But like both of them, uh, Cleo and him, like where did they get the coaching on these accents? Because it's embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing. Um, how bad they are and him saying, you know, every three seconds, because for whatever reason, he thinks that's the accent is awful. Like, I was just like, every time they're on screen, both of them, I'm just like, oh, stop, (laughs) please stop. It's so bad. Um, yeah, I, man, that was throwing me off. Um, John B's dad is, he's not a great actor either. And like, he's just so unlikable in the entire season. He's just an awful human being. In my opinion, no redeeming qualities to him at all. And then you're supposed to care at the end for him. Cause I didn't, everything he does in the show is, is for himself. He could care less about his son, but some, for some reason at the end, we're supposed to care about him. I do not. I don't think you do either. Right? No, the, the only part that like, I get the emotional hit that they were going for because mm-hmm. John finally finds his father is alive. Right. And then throughout this entire thing, it just dies anyway. Um, <laughs> it just so. dies anyway. Um, okay. But the one that I've been saving, because I literally, my wife is also an Outer Banks fan, but she hasn't watched this new season at all. Right. Okay. So when I finished the last episode, I had to run up there because she heard me laughing because I was laughing so hard at how ridiculous. Um, I mean, obviously spoilers, right? I'm going to throw spoilers out there because I have mm-hmm. to, to tell this. So when we get to the end of this season, this whole thing is they're trying to find the city of gold, right? El Dorado. This is where it all leads up to is El Dorado. They're going to find El Dorado. And this whole season is being built up as like so many people have come to try to find this and they all die. They nobody's been able to find it. The only way in is you're going to have to show yourself as what pure of heart is kind of how they word it. Right. Pure of heart. So we get to the moment and I'm like, okay, here goes John B and Sarah. They're going in. They're going to find El Dorado. I'm super excited to see how they're going to be tested to be pure of heart. And what happens when they go in, Barry? What do they have to do? 
they have to jump over a six foot hole. That's it. That's all they did. They jump over a hole and then they're there. And what you tell me all these people couldn't jump over a six foot hole for hundreds of years. I I don't think that I don't think that was like the (laughs) they. Okay, so they got to the thing and, and she knew to turn the lights off. Well, no, that, I, that I think it. the main thing there is like the the whole solving of She's the riddle. It. There was no I, riddle. I, they turned the lights off and then no, they jumped like the over deci- a hole. The deciphering of the of the hieroglyphics. <laughs> that I couldn't stuff. do it. I was laughing so hard because I was like, all right, they jumped over this hole and then they thro- turn. He lights the flare and they're there. Not to mention that this city of gold was literally a tiny little cavern with gold in it. Shouldn't it be well, like yeah. a full city? Yeah, well, like, and I feel yeah. like for that so reason, bad. and this isn't me defending it at this point, but yeah. I feel like at that point they didn't want to like CGI a city in or something. Right, right. So instead you make it a cavern of gold with like a huge <laughs> pillar of yeah. it. And, you know, it's like they ran out of money and they ran out of ideas on like, I was expecting like an Indiana Jones or National Treasure type of like trials that they were going to have to go through. Yeah, and, and, that, and, and that's what it eventually feels like is yeah. uh, the second half of the season just feel well, I should say the last three episodes just feel like yeah. a National Treasures Indiana Jones. Yeah, but uh, but I agree, like you're at the big moment where like there are supposed to be a lot of like these character trials of these characters. And, you know, especially for Sarah, who's probably gone through the most growth this season, mm-hmm. I would say you'd feel like she finally has to step up and her big step up is. John B, tur- turn off the flare. Turn off the flare and we can figure it out. <laughs> turn, the, yeah, turn the flare off. I got it. <laughs> so. Oh my God, I can't. I just like, to me, they tanked this series so hard. I, man, like, I don't expect high quality storytelling, but like, it's like they didn't even know what to do and they just kind of game gave up. And I'm going to credit some of it to the fact that those two were actually dating and then they broke up. And it's very evident because they have very few scenes together um, that they were like keeping them separate. You know what I mean? And that's a big problem when your two co-stars who are supposed to be in love were actually dating and now they don't like each other. Like that is going to cause a big problem. And you would hope that they can be professionals and they were, but you could tell like 75% of the season, they're not even close to each other at all. (laughs) And I think that kind of put him in a corner a little bit as far as what you can do. So you split everybody up for the whole season, like almost all of it. They're all like off doing their own thing. And it just, I don't know, to me, it didn't work. And I, you know, they set up that other season in the most stupid, ridiculous way possible. Yeah. So like, I just just don't care for me, at least with the ending, they can either just decide to leave it, which a part of they won't hope they do. (laughs) <laughs> but then they also kind of went and opened it up. It's just like, yeah. But the thing is, for me, is like you had the ties to this series because Pope was a descendant, and like yep. none of these characters have that descendant type factor anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, I like Pope this season, and I think that's why I didn't mind Cleo because she's meant to anchor Poe and eventually, yeah. like, and eventually get him. And I, I get her accent isn't the, isn't the best, but. Bad. Pope is one of the better characters this season with like his growth and understanding what he needs to do and, and everything Mm -hmm. like that. But you know, it it is funny just to remember that like there's an entire episode with them trying to steal a cross 
and it just ends up being for nothing. Like yeah. <laughs> nothing legitimate. And then never mentioned changed. again. Never yeah. mentioned again. <laughs> Ever. They just dropped it. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Oh my god, I knew I was so heated watching that. I was hate watching that entire season. Oh man. They ruined like one of my favorite Netflix shows. And it makes me angry. It's okay. You yeah. can still like it. I just I just I yeah. Outer Banks like where it went at all. <laughs> Outer Banks, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the, the most decisive force. And I what I'll say right now, too, is I don't see Outer Banks being a top 10 in anything that, you know, I watched nah. this year, at least with season three. Um, but it is the religion that is John B. that keeps me moving <laughs> forward. John and B. John, John B. And, and it's just funny to me that how Big John calls his own son John B. Like they're. You'd think like, hey, son, we can do this. But he almost mentioned him as John B. a majority of the time. He'll he say like, like, good boy job. and son. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like, good job, boy, or good job, son. But like when he's talking to him, he's like, John B. And it's just like, <laughs> I, it's just yeah. like, what parent yells at their son? Like, imagine me John yelling B. at you. Yeah, imagine me yelling at you, Craig. And it's, I'm looking at you, but I'm like, Craig, Craig. Like, I have to... <laughs> I have to like yell. I have to like say your name to yell at you. I don't know. It was so strange, yeah, but uh, it is. It's weird. it's a ridiculous, a ridiculous season to follow. I, I feel like maybe it was just the ridiculousness kept like you know. I guess wounding up to the point where they unfortunately mishandled. I think some of the casting choices because Sing. Oh my god! Oh every my time god. Sing's on there, I just. I, 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 I will admit Singh was like one of the breaking points of the story for me, where it's just like, I, and I, as an actor, like I get that they say that I think they end their sentences a lot with, you know, in Canada or like, or like something like that. But I feel like I'm not sure if that's him speaking that he's doing this or if it's in the literal script, that's like, you're adding this, was, you know, to every, it, ending. I, I, I think it was either him or the person who wrote it who thought what a Caribbean style accent would be is one of the two of them being like, if I put this on the end, it'll make me more convincing. But all it is is just become a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's difficult to say, but you the know. polarizing season of Outer Banks 3, everybody. <laughs> Will we get another yeah. one? I am interested to see what happens. And We better not. <laughs> i don't know i just kind of want to see what happens next i'll be honest I'd... oh i'll hate watch it that's for sure yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh let's do last of us last of us yeah so i already okay. know what this episode's about you guys can go into whatever you want like it's a it's not sure. a big spoiler for me i know what it's about well you played the game <laughs> yeah you did but do you never played the dlc though did you you never oh yeah that was that is Barry? correct. I never played is that, the DLC. Is that for me or for Barry? No, Barry no. never played the DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was I was Getty as soon as like the episode started, mm -hmm. and I was like I was like if I see a mall in the future, then this is yeah. this is the, my, this is my jam. <laughs> sure and sure and like sure enough, when they were jumping across the rooftops, like when they were in the apartment building, I was like, is this all it's going to be? Because she kind of made it seem like that might be the surprise where they were walking up the steps and they were, you know, they got to the seventh floor instead of the, instead of her promising it was just a couple of floors. But as soon as, as soon as they got to the mall, I was like, oh, thank Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, this is awesome. Like perfect integration of 
of saving Joel while tying that into why she is like of the utmost dedication to him now. Like you could see it. I don't know where they're getting these actors from, but they're nailing it. Everybody is playing their role and everybody's playing their role as if they want to win an Emmy, you know, or they want to at least like, they at least want to bring the character to life. They all must have been as moved by the game when they were watching the footage as we were as as players as well. Um, I don't know. I feel like just for the sake of Barry, we can jump back to the other episodes as well, you know, because I, I you know, like I, it has been a while since we've we've covered them, but I liked it. What did you think of the the latest one there, Craig? It's the best show on television right now. It is like it just is um, hands down. I feel like I'm trying really hard, like watching this with my wife because she again, like hasn't played through the whole game. I try really hard when we watch the show to not sit there the whole time and be like, oh, that was in the game. Oh, that part was in the game because like I feel like it's <laughs> yes. annoying. But like you yeah. can't help yeah. but look at that and be like, oh, my God, they got that. Oh, my God, they got they got the um, I mean, in this it was Mortal Kombat, but like they got them playing the fighting game. Oh, they got the. Yeah. Oh, they put, I even told, I was sitting there, I was like, I wonder if they're going to do the, uh, the Halloween store. And they did, you know, and I was yes, like, that whole, did. that whole time I'm like, oh, oh, they got the merry-go-round. Oh, they got this, yeah. you know, like, I feel so obnoxious saying that, but every single episode, you're just like, as gamers, you're like, oh man, they're doing such a good job. But when you step back and look at it, you're like, as a show, it's phenomenal. Absolutely it's phenomenal incredible. Um, one that like, Every week I'm like, man, I do not want this show to end at all. Like, I'm just, man, it's, I'll probably, once the last one comes out, I'll probably go through and watch them all again, straight through. Uh, it's just, I don't even know what else to say about the individual episodes other than that. They're just absolutely killing it. Yeah. And, um, there's only two episodes left. Yeah. It's a nine like, episodes. Just think of- yeah. It's nine episodes. I think. We have I know. Left. Like, I think what, was this six it, or seven? We just did this six. Was seven. Right? This was seven. Was I think we have three left. Pretty sure. No, we gotta look I'm it up. Sure. Let's look it up. I don't want it to end, regardless, because I don't. I don't either, man. <laughs> you might be I'm right. right. It might you. be seven. Uh, episodes, but regardless, like. Yeah, it's the seventh. Okay. Yep. So we got two more. How are they going to wrap this up in two episodes? I feel like they got a lot more to cover, but I guess not. I guess we are getting towards the end of the game. I guess. uh, Riley. Riley got nailed. Mm -hmm. Like, I realize that that's a weird way of saying it. But Riley's character was was acted to the utmost. The utmost, like, just T for T Mm -hmm. in terms of what you're expecting there, too. And, you know, I, I commend HBO for doing the after the episode you know, just a nice 10 minute to get you just what what's going on in the head of the actors and the producers and the writers and all that. And it was kind of funny just hearing that actress talk about how she was trying to bring in somebody who can go toe to toe and also supersede Ellie's personality. And when you're watching Ellie as the show's going on and you're looking at a potential, um, you know, friendship slash like interest for her you know 
you you immediately see their interaction and you're like yep that's somebody that's that would be a best friend of ellie you know that would be somebody that ellie would want to spend all her time with because her and joel have an interesting dynamic as well and it's not the same but it also but it is kind of like the butting the head thing you know so i don't know um all i'll say is like after that particular portion of the episode that did basically represent the dlc when they jumped back into the joel portion there was a look that joel and ellie gave each other and a handhold that almost got me crying yeah it almost did it, it and 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 like that's exactly what i look for in a show i look for a usually a small to medium group of people that have an overwhelmingly close relationship for a either outlandish or even a more realistic um reason and for that reason are bonded together for i don't know the amount of time that the show ex- is there so that's what they're nailing that's what the game did it took mm-hmm. two people in an apocalypse and and asked them to go cross country and it asked you to pay attention to what they're doing so that's exactly what they did yeah. so it's great and i don't and i like you don't want it to end as well um go ahead no do you think i feel like this just like hogwarts this is going to be tough to knock out of the number one spot this year for tv it's going to be it's going to be tough i'm i'm at the end of every episode audibly saying not even to my wife who i'm watching it with but to myself this is like the greatest show ever i'm saying that i'm saying that in the credits and it takes something to make you say that audibly not think Mm -hmm. it but just say it out loud to yourself. And that's what this show is doing. Yeah. And I don't even, I thought objectively as I was watching it and seeing less undead or less cordyceps mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to like it. But why did we all like The Last of Us? You know, cordyceps is a different variation, but it's still a zombie game. But why do we like The Last of Us? We like it for Ellie. We like it for Joel. We like it for the relationship, the trials and tribulations that they went through to get across the U.S. And that's yeah. what they're doing. There's mm-hmm. very little There's very little cordyceps action here. And yet it is so engrossing. It is so engrossing. And like, I don't care what anybody says, like they, the, the people who say I want more zombies, whatever. I don't care that I played the video game so I know that I wanted this. But... I do believe that you can't watch this show and not walk away feeling some type of way. I don't know. That's like, that's the way that it in a Shakespearean way came out of me there. (laughs) But, but like the same, I mean, it's the same reason why walking dead, you know, adaptations have had the dramatic effect after some point it becomes less dead and, and it becomes how are humans ruining what's left of us you know humans will always be more menacing and scary than zombies in any zombie movie tv show um but like side note though on the past episodes that we didn't go over um one they nailed the bloater yes they did two i did not think we would get the little joel sniping section from the game and we did and it was cool I did not expect that, but that was it. I felt like that was them. Like, here's your action scene, you know, and yeah. it was intense and awesome. And you got the board. It was. And it was just that whole section was cool. Very cool. And can we talk about, talk about the child clicker as well? Little 
little <laughs> pint-sized clicker. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. Um, she was she was a good villain as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the back of your mind, you know that there's something going on beneath the town, yep. and you know that there is something that they're hiding. And I don't know when that truck went, I don't know if you audibly said it to yourself, but like my wife and I said it together, we were like, this is it. This has got to be it. When the truck Mm -hmm. is on fire and just in there. And obviously it looks like the main characters are going to get killed. And then it just, the sinkhole happens and then it's just bam. Yep. It's just, it's just in your face and you're right. They did nail the bloater. Um, The two, the two brothers, those actors also killed it as well. Way to add, way to add the deaf variation mm-hmm. to the brother because that's not in the game, but that inevitably made the performance and the adaptation of those brothers better. It did it definitely? It did. made it. I'm, it, it made you it know, better. it's funny too because he. No, it's funny because like in the after the episode, Neil went, "Ah, oh, I should have thought of that." And uh, <laughs> yeah. like he says that in the after the episode, he's like, "I can't believe I didn't think of that myself." And it's like you know, it's just. <laughs> one of those things to elevate it you know even that much more and with like overall in this series and and i know uh, like for me it's almost a personal connection to it now because i watched not the latest episode but the episode before um with my parents mm-hmm. and like my mom like my mom's like they're all really into it and you know my mom's asking me you know all these questions about the game and that kind of thing And it's just, and she's like, she keeps asking me, well, what happens? What happens? I'm like, mom, in order for this to work, you have to get to the end and not know the ending. And she's like, and like, I I just told them like, this is all I told them is like, stick with it. Don't ask questions. Don't get spoiled as much as you can on it. Because if they nail this ending, it is like that right now, the only thing that could like destroy or not make it as good is that they don't nail this ending. They've set yeah. up all the pieces for this ending to be what it needs to be. And like, if they nail it, I will get a text message from my mom. The moment <laughs> she watches that episode and goes, that's what I made you play. When you were, that's what you played when you were 15, 16. Yep. Like, yeah, like it, it's just that type of stuff. And I just hope that they continue to succeed. And I, I feel like they will. But like, I have the ending for this drawn out in my head already. That'll make it like, yeah, it just needs to end the way mm. the game is. I just, mean, you, in, in your head, do you see um, do you see Joel running and just. Yeah. Like I can see it because obviously the game, but mm. like I can see Pedro Pascal running through just obliterating yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the, the only thing and like, I'm not going to in, and the only thing I'm going to say is I just don't want the last episode to linger too much. Yeah. Fade to black is all I'm going to like, just, just do that. Yeah. Do what yeah. you need to do to make it. I, I'm just afraid they're going to make the last episode linger and it's not going to hit how well, the game lingers hit. a little bit. The game lingers, but like they also they've been doing good. They've been doing a good job with how long these episodes have been. I feel like they haven't dwelled and they've made so like hopefully there isn't a lingering. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's like, all I'm afraid of is that it's going to linger too much. And that's the plus and, they they already yeah. set up. They already set up the 
town for the second season. Yeah. It's yes, already they there. did. It's already there. And a certain someone's already there. Yeah. That they already showed. A certain someone is there, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. A certain someone is there, yeah. <laughs> already showed, already established. Yeah, yeah I don't... That was good. I, do you think... Obviously, all of us having played the games, and I don't even know if you can call it spoilers for the TV show because the game's been out for years and years and years, but we have two episodes left. Do you see it as this next episode is um, Joel recovering, Ellie doing her thing like in the game with that other group of people, and then the second one being the big send-off? Or do you think they skip over that time when Joel was recovering? And just go right into them heading to the destination. You know what I mean? Because there is that section. There is. And like, so from the coming next, there's a really interesting boss battle that the three of us know about and anybody who's played the game that it looks like they're recreating in this next episode, which Mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of boss battles, obviously, in The Last of Us, but there's a very specific moment that we all understand. I intentionally don't look at the coming next, so I didn't see it. I don't look snap no it's fine i just like in my head i was trying to figure out like all right two episodes left like do they skip over that then and just go towards them going towards their destination or do they linger on that you know but i guess they're they, not not skip over yeah that's fine doesn't look like it. i don't want them to skip over that because i think it's important um but that just and that's not makes me nervous but like that's a lot to fit into the last episode then yeah yeah, yeah, I do wonder if they get if they do get to show who Abby is. Like, I wonder if we get a clue as to who that Abby character is I going hope to be. Not. Like, it's just because knowing what we know about The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. they can like essentially right. like put a little snippet of who that could be because every all anybody's doing as well is like, oh, this episode's great, but who's playing Abby? It's right. kind of the main thing that right. everybody's yeah. asking. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, that's we'll true. We'll have to see, but I don't. Uh, f- I, I guess a part of me just wants us to stop because I don't want to go into too many spoilers about yeah, yeah, w- what comes yeah. next before we do so. So just. <laughs> I mean, the game's been out for like, like over ten years, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. there are people who don't game, and like I get true. that, but ma- and maybe they don't listen to the gaming portion of the uh, the podcast mm-hmm. and just go straight to movies and TV. So I just don't want to. True. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for them, but I am really excited for what. I guess anybody who hasn't been spoiled on it gets to experience here. I am yeah, really excited for it. Cause I, I can't say I would do anything, but like to have the, to go back and play the last of us for the first time again, yeah. would probably be like uh, a really fun. Like I had so much fun doing it and like to, to do yeah. that again for the first time would be good. It's quite, quite memorable in the last two decades. It's probably like the, one of the five games I would want to play over again with no memory of how it goes down. Yep. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Um, Barry, 60 second thoughts on Ant-Man. Um, it, it's only all right. Like it is not a great Marvel movie by any means. Like for me, like I, I, I do like Ant-Man. I almost like the character. I almost like the wasp more, to be honest. Like <laughs> I feel like she's so much more interesting than what, they've done with ant-man because he just it doesn't seem like it's ever ant-man's movie everything just seems to happen around him is what happens mm-hmm. like mm. it's not like he's the main character in any of what he what see what are supposed to be his movies um man some of the like modok is like i had to get used to him he is jarring phenomenal 
phenomenal. Yeah. He's jarring. That's at how first. you. That's how you want him to look, though. Goofy. No, it, it's it's not that it's goofy. Like it's something with the CGI. Like I, I, it's something with the graphics department themselves. That's what I'm talking about. Is that it? Mm-hmm. It it looks it it physically looks like weird. Like I almost could have done a better job of CGIing it myself. Like to be completely <laughs> honest. And see, I didn't what, I didn't hold it against him because. Modoc has always been like gigantic stretched face mm-hmm. and it is going to look weird, but they also said that they didn't have as much time to work on the CGI in this movie because they got pulled for Black Panther. Yeah. So, so it's like be, that could be part of it. That is really the only like thing. I love Kang. Kang yeah. really does steal it when he gets there. He is he is going to be a very good Marvel villain for the foreseeable future. Jonathan um, Majors is the man. Yeah, he is. And, I love him to death. <laughs> and like a part of me, like his performance in this makes me want to watch Creed. I've never watched any of the Creed movies, but now a part of me wants to, yeah, a part of me wants to watch one and two so that I Did can you watch, watch Rocky him at three. least. No, I've never. Oh, watched my God. What? You haven't watched any Rocky movies? I know. I was bored 40. Well, I was raised 45 minutes outside no. Philly and never watched any of the Rocky movies. I'm sorry. I'm Costa right. Rican. Those movies Go watch me. those now. Yeah, like immediately. They still hold please. up. I watched them they all last do. year and they're How, all incredible. Where Where would I go to watch them, though? Like They're on either HBO or Paramount or one of the two. Okay. I, think, be, yeah. I think they're on Paramount right now. I think it has all of them. Okay. Yeah, I'm super excited for Creed. I will watch anything Jonathan Majors is in because uh, yeah. the TV show that he debuted on was phenomenal. And I'm forgetting the name of it now. Uh, it, it's it was on HBO. Uh, yeah, uh, that, love that, love that, country. Uh, what yeah, is it? Because it's, right. it's love. It's like and... Lovecraft, Lovecraft country. Yeah. And Love like Car- that, that first season was incredible. And then they didn't renew it for a second season, which is a crime. But it allowed him to become Kang. So all power to him because he is great yeah but yeah like um, uh yeah how, how did you feel about it did you really like it i i thought it was all right i, I didn't think it was like i liked it terrible. i thought it was entertaining um it, i mean it's a setup movie for the rest yeah. of the kang dynasty thing coming up so i think it did its job ant-man to me is never going to be like a phenomenal like all out action Marvel movie. Cause it's Paul Rudd. He's not an action movie star, but I think he did a good job. Um, I think it sets up everybody else in his family, right. With their, you got some young Avengers in there with his daughter. Um, I, I love Modoc. I thought, yeah, I've always loved Modoc. I think he's a great character. I think they did a good job with him. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was done pretty good. It's not going to be like my favorite all time Marvel movie, but I don't think it's the worst either like thor dark worlds out there so oh my god (laughs) i'll watch this one a million times before i watch dark world again fair enough uh so um i guess what i'll do is i'll go to the good place and then i'll i'll leave somewhere but like i still have dark uh kind of quick thing about the good place Uh, i guess like it's funny to me how like shows that i read this thing for i'm like nah i'm not gonna like that and then i end up loving like something like this like this show is just like it, it's funny i enjoy like i i enjoy gian you were jason like Kristen bell's character i kind of just took her for a uh for a disney princess you know person and she like she's really good the the main the main four of chidi um tiani or tahani uh 
John mm-hmm. Ewer, Jason, and uh, Eleanor. Ellen, that's it. Yeah, Eleanor. I like yeah. that. It's just a really good comedy show. I really do enjoy it. And uh, there, I definitely think people like. I know the show was popular, but I kind of can't believe I slept on it for this long. To be honest, it, it is a really good. Uh, that's a. That's another thing that I wish I could go experience again for the first time. Good place. Yeah. Because it goes places, and <laughs> pun intended. But uh, I wish I could go into that blind again. So good. Yeah, like I am in the beginning, I think, of season two now uh, or in the middle or toward, no, okay. toward, toward the okay. end of season two. Or is it season three? Uh, whatever. Um, but like overall, like the ending of season <laughs> one is such like, oh, my God, like, you know, you, you kind of didn't add up the dots, yeah. but it makes sense in a way. And kind of the twist that they do at the end of season one really kept me like the end of season one was like perfect for me just to start binging season two right away. Cause it is such a good, like such a good ending yeah. to a good, to like a first season and it's just been carrying over. So I'm really enjoying it. Like so far without a doubt. Is there anything else we want to talk to talk about before I get into dark? I'm good. No. Okay. Um, dark probably uh, one of oh. 60 seconds of Megan. Yeah. 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 Give me, give me Megan. Give me Megan. I forgot. Uh, Megan's Megan's good. <laughs> okay. Um, it it's a little you too still cheesy. Have another forty five seconds. There was some sing. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, good. There was still some. There was some singing and there was some dancing parts I did not like. It took away <laughs> from it. There was no reason. There was no reason for it, and it made me feel a little cringy. <laughs> um, actually, the dancing part didn't because it was incorporated with some like nice karate. You see it in the trailer when yeah. she's doing that, like that thing that she does or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. But the singing, I, the singing I could have done without. It's not scary. Mm-mm. It's not scary at all. Um, not that I was disheartened by that, but I don't know. Uh, like dolls don't necessarily scare me as much, or like anim, just anim things that should be inanimate in terms of like a doll type function that are animate. Um, she had some good mutilating kill parts. <laughs> yeah, that were pretty sick. Um, I don't know how you watch a second one. I don't know if I watch the first one in the next year. I know that the second one already has a date for yeah. January something three years from now. Yeah. It was good. I just, I don't think I'll watch it again, but it was good. I think it's more a sci-fi than a horror movie. It is. Yeah. But I, like, like- I, I, I I see why it's commercially successful. I'm still struggling at why it's critically. <laughs> From what I saw, that's where I stand with it. That's fair. I don't know. Totally fair. Speaking of sci-fi, Dark uh, <laughs> yes. on Netflix. Dark it. Um, just so anybody kind of gets this out of the way, it is a originally a German show. Uh, I am watching it with the English voiceover on it. It is spectacular um yeah the english voiceover like this is a show that the english voice acting is is good enough for me to not care that it's like i don't mind reading subtitles i literally watch anime all the time like it's nothing it's nothing new for me to like read subtitles but i started this in english and i was like you know what this is good like this is not bad at all and 
That's why, like, if if I can suggest it as someone who can't speak German, uh, watch it in English because it's a lot easier to digest. And there are so many complex things going on in this first season that if you miss a dialogue of sentence, you might miss everything <laughs> that's going on, it feels like. Um, Dark is a sci-fi psychological thriller. Um, it's not really a horror by any means, but... Um, overall, like, I'm not going to try and spoil it, but the children, uh, there are children that go missing in this town and you kind of slowly unravel as to why they're missing and what's going on and who the main villain is as well, uh, with it. And maybe that gets twisted around. I'm not completely sure at this point. I'm only through, I only just got done the first season, but like overall, this is probably like just alone in the first season is one of the best like sci-fi shows I've ever watched. Um, mm-hmm. the concept, uh, the concepts of time travel and how the present affects the past and the past affects the present, but then also affects the future. The future affects the present and the past. It, it all is really wild. The concepts they go into Craig, I'm not sure if you've watched, uh, dark, you should watch it. It is a really good show. Um, and I think you would, I think you and your wife mm. may end up liking it. Um, top just five to you Netflix I- shows of all time. Yeah, and just wow. like give you an idea, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes has the first season at ninety like six. Season two is at a hundred percent on wow. Rotten Tomatoes, and it's not like this yep. is a new series. <laughs> this series ended in twenty twenty, I believe. Um, season two came out sometime in two thousand nineteen oh. or two thousand seventeen. It has been here for a while, and I'm just fig- and I'm just learning <laughs> about it. So uh, just keep that in mind, like. To ha- and it's rare to see like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes on something that is like not immediately new, so it's just like keep keep that yeah. in mind. Like it, like my expectations, and this might be the uh, Rotten Tomatoes fault. My expectations for season two are sky high, because like they should I, be. yeah, because because season one was really good, and I'm just so excited for what happens now in season two. So, uh, just overall, um. I feel like this didn't get enough, like, this show is over, and it's just not, like, Netflix, I don't feel like pushed it out enough. I had to hear this, like, secondhand from, uh, from, like, other people that I should try watching Dark because they think I'd like it. And, well, they're not wrong. I love it. So, (laughs) overall. It had a push when it came out. It just, it wasn't, like, a Stranger Things size push. Ah. I think it's because it's foreign. I think that hurt it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's absolutely watch it. But then like foreign things like it. squid games, like squid game is foreign. Yeah. And to, to be honest, like it, of course, like the English dub for squid games is like, sorry, it's not good. This is mm-hmm. leagues better. I can't, I can't express how good the, the dub is in English for this. So just keep that in mind when you're watching it. But yeah, uh, definitely anybody who's watching it, if you're, we end up finding so many things that like we don't want to watch on Netflix or like don't interest us. Uh, I'd say give Dark a chance uh, to to see if you like okay. it. It is it is strange and it you're gonna be confused the first seven episodes. That's okay. You're supposed to feel like that. You're supposed to be confused. So you know it's not till the end of the first season in which I started to understand, and then I have a feeling. I'm going to be confused again at the start of season two, just to be completely honest. 
uh, with how the yes. with how the this series wants to go. So watch Dark. That's that's what I can say. Is uh, Dark's a Rush really Dark. good show. <laughs> Other than that, I do want to think think we're good. Everybody, anybody got anything else to yep. say before we ended here? I don't think so. No, Perfect. we're good. Well. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, it's nice to be back after a little bit of a vacation for myself. And overall, you know, if you like it, please make sure you review it on your podcast platform, listening platform of choice. Make sure you share it with a friend. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram uh, for, you know, just daily updates and stuff like that with breaking news for games that we that we've uh, put on our social media sites and to interact with us. It's the easiest way. If you don't want to do any of that, just email us at highsensitivitypodcast at gmail.com and we'll make sure that we get to read your comments, hypotheticals, and stuff like that on air for you. So thank you guys again for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.